Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The global warming freaks that are just masquerading as concerned about the environment, they're really globalist Marxists that want you to relinquish all of your liberty, all of your property, eat bugs, wear pajamas, ride bikes, live in government housing, and have no freedom whatsoever. I mean, we had Representative Stephanie Bice on yesterday. Now they're coming for ceiling fans. Ceiling fans. Ceiling fans, gas stoves, incandescent light bulbs. Pretty soon you'll only be allowed to use two squares of toilet paper even after Thanksgiving. Won't matter. They're literally taking everything from you and they're calling this democracy. Are any of you voting for this? None of you are voting for this. And if you are voting for it, it's because you actually think you won't have to participate. The overarching problem with all of this, we have to act on climate change now stuff, is that none of the people, none of the people that that are pushing, promoting, and regulating this stuff are living with any of it. And they've made this the new religion. If you say, I don't believe people, are changing the climate and that the temperature can be regulated by legislation, you are considered a heretic. And they've got one Hollywood A-list idiot after another saying the same things. And yet these people fly around and it, there can be no restrictions on their lifestyles, on how they earn a living, where they where they reside. You know, when the media talks about Restrictions and regulations, they never talk about how much electricity is used to light a TV studio. Or when we have these global citizen concerts and we have to save the planet. Yes, let's fly a bunch of celebrities in private jets to the airport, put them in limousines, shuttle them off to a concert that's destroying, you know, a grassland and use thousands and thousands and thousands of watts of power to light and power the stage, all to save us from global warming. Either we're all living with it or none of us are living with it. The, uh, well, you can't let everybody have an SUV, Andrew. Well, who, who's we and who are the everybody? Socialism's for the people, not the socialist. Progressivism, ideas so good they have to be mandatory. I prefer capitalism as boss. But you'll never meet anyone that is sitting at a high table a position of power that is going to give up anything, anything at all, to be governed like the little people. That is, that is, by the way, <clears throat> that is the the failure. All socialists, all socialist thinkers, anyone who believes in socialism, is it is in their heart a hypocrite, because they never plan on living with it. I've never met someone who espouses progressive views that isn't a pure hypocrite when it comes to living with it, right? You know, no humans illegal, 48 migrants arrive at Martha's Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard, they call the army out. Oh my God, we need the National Guard in here. There's 48 people. You've got homes that sell for 10, 15, 20 million dollars. You can't handle 48 people? Of course not. That would mean that would mean them seeing the eyesore of the migrants. And they don't want it, just like the people here in Manhattan. 
The reason why the people here in Manhattan are getting outraged at the migrant crisis is because they have to see it. They have to live with it. It's in their face every day and they don't like it. Not in my backyard. This is for you rubes to deal with in Texas. But all this global warming stuff is all leading to just more government. And the people that are pushing the green energy stuff is because the government is shaping the industry. And people allied with government are making investments because they know the government is promoting the industry. EVs are no more environmental than any other car when it gets right down to it. They're just not. The process of making the batteries. And that's the point. The EVs are not, they're not the future. They're the stepping stone. This is about getting you out of cars. You have to understand that Washington is filled with people who look at the rest of the country as a burden. People like John Kerry look at you like you're a burden. Klaus Schwab looks at you as a burden. You are an infestation on this planet. That's what you are. The planet belongs to them. If you've, if you've ever read Brave New World, you understand what I'm talking about. These people look at other human beings. They need just enough human beings to serve their needs. They are the alpha pluses. They are the only important creatures on this planet. You and everyone else around you, you're like the bugs in Starship Troopers. That's what you are. You, you, you have weight. Your expectations for your standard of living are way too high. The idea that the American dream means... <clears throat> Buying a home, right? Purchasing one, perhaps two automobiles. And, you know, living your life freely, as free as possible, that is. That's, that's, that's too much. You consume too much. You use too much. You eat too much. You drive too much. You're too much. We can't let everybody do this. The people that live in mansions would prefer that you lived in a hamster cage. Bernie Sanders has, has said this multiple times. He thinks that we would all be better off if we just rented our homes from the government. But now you're going to have all of the usual eco-Marxist freaks coming out of the woodwork. See, I tell you, the storms are getting more intense. They're getting more frequent. No, they're not. We just have better technology to track them. And in parts of the world where we never track them. If you look at the city of Key West's website, they have a history. I said this yesterday. You could do this at Tulane University's website. Tulane has a, a website dedicated to the history of hurricanes that have hit New Orleans. The city of Key West has one dedicated to hurricanes that have hit Key West and or Cuba starting in 1557. 1557. Recorded hurricanes start in 50, 1557. We have twice in 1622, 1640, 1692, 1730, 1733, 1756, 1759, 1760. I can go on. Hurricanes are a natural occurrence in the Gulf of Mexico. They are a natural occurrence. 
I could read to you. I won't read to you from this entire website. It would it would just take too long. But let me cherry pick. And I'm admitting I'm cherry picking. Let me cherry pick one from each century to uh, to show you that we've had damaging, deadly hurricanes for as long as there's been planet Earth. 1733, this is a good one. On July 15th, a big storm hit a group of ships called the Treasure Fleet at the Florida Keys. The hurricane was so intense that 13 ships sank or got stuck in the area between Elliott T, Elliott Key, and Kivaka, if I'm saying that right. After the storm, about 1,000 people were stranded on their damaged ships and small islands until help from Havana arrived. This was one of the worst maritime disasters in North America. Still, we didn't know about it until 1938, when a diver named Art McKee started exploring underwater and looking through historical records. A fisherman named Reggie Roberts showed him a wrecked ship with cannons, and that's how they found out about the disaster. 1,000 people back then. Uh, 13 ships. There's more stuff today. When we talk about the damage hurricanes are doing, there's more people and more stuff. And we've put more people and more stuff in the path of the hurricanes. You know, it, it was in the early 20th century when there was a man who promoted a piece of technology called the wood screw. And the wood screw, if you look this up, if you know your, your history of New Orleans, alleged allegedly could pump water uphill. And the claim was that if they drained the swamps around New Orleans, which became the Lower Ninth Ward, there'd be no problem because they would just pump the water. The water would just be pumped out and it would stay out. Turns out that the reason why there's a swamp is because the water comes in and it doesn't go out. And they started building cheap real estate in what became the Lower Ninth Ward. Katrina proved that technology did not work. If you look it up. I forgot the, the man's name. I didn't put it in my notes for today. Let's see. Let's go to the 1800s. Um, do we want to talk about... Oh, yes. 1846. Is this the right one? Yes. 1846. The Great Hurricane of 1846 happened on October 11th and 12th. It was estimated to be a Category 5 hurricane by experts today. Almost all the houses in Key West, except for eight, were destroyed or damaged. The Sand Key and Harbor Lighthouses were destroyed, and the water rose eight feet in the lower streets. Now, wait a second. How could that possibly be? Category 5 hurricane? Property destroyed? There were no combustion engines. Not in, not in wide use. Certainly not in 1733. We weren't using coal-fired electricity. We're talking 1846. How could a Category 5 hurricane have hit Key West if, it, if not for man-made global warming or climate change or global cooling or whatever it is? How could that possibly be? They keep saying, they keep trying to pretend that these types of storms never occurred until the use of the combustion engine, which is the hockey stick fallacy. You've all re- you all remember the hockey stick, right? Michael Mann, University of Massachusetts, East Anglia University, they had the hockey stick. The hockey stick has been proven to be a total hoax. That the at the advent of the dawn of the use of coal 
and fossil fuels, so-called, kicked up the global temperature. That's a lie. You've been lied to. It's a lie. How about this one, 1919? In 1919, there was a major hurricane. Let me go to this one, 1919. There was only one hurricane, and it struck Key West. It passed through Florida Straits from the southeast on September 5th and uh, 9th and 10th, causing damage to every building and railroad dock in Key West. The estimated damage was $2 million, and the highest winds reached 110 miles per hour. No deaths were reported on the island, but the ship, uh, ship uh, I can't pronounce this name, Valbira, uh, sank between Key West and the Dry Tortugas with 488 people on board. Everyone perished. So if you look at the City of Key West website and you look at their hurricane history going from 1557 on up to, they ended at 1999. This is their official website, cityofkeywest.gov. What is it? Cityofkeywestfl.gov. Between Tulane, the City of Key West, and other, other government websites, you can see that damaging, dangerous, natural disasters are just that. They're natural. They're part of the earth. Now, do you have that clip I sent you of Dr. Richard Lindzen? Do you have that clip I sent you, Dr. Richard Lindzen? I want you to listen to this, and then I'll, I'll read the article perhaps in the next segment. The hockey stick was one of the most embarrassing lies, politicized science ever, kind of like mask mandates and social distancing and, and uh, all this other stuff, and, and saying that if you get vaccinated, uh, you can't catch or spread COVID. Those turned out to be lies. The hockey stick was one of the biggest lies. Well, MIT, MIT sort of took on a rival position to the University of Massachusetts and the so-called climate scientist Michael Mann. Dr. Richard Lindzen is a PhD uh, climatologist at MIT. And uh, he taught at Harvard and he's been at uh, MIT for, for about 30, 35 years. He says in this from 2010 that he's been there for 26 years, I believe. But he explains that the climate changes on its own. Take a listen. The Earth has done so very many things. I mean, we've had uh, 50 million years ago the so-called uh, equable climate of the Eocene when uh, the poles were warm enough so that near the poles at Spitsbergen uh, you had alligator fossils. Uh, we've also had the sequence of ice ages during the last 800,000 years. Um, they're even going back uh, two and a half billion years ago we had something called the early faint sun when, uh, as best we can tell, the brightness of the sun was 20-30% uh, less than today. And yet the geological evidence is that uh, the oceans were unfrozen. Just for a point of comparison, uh, this is a change at least 10 times bigger than we expect from a doubling of CO2. Uh, and yet uh, it's entirely possible nothing dramatic happened. So the evidence, I think, is that while the climate is variable, 
there are bounds to it and uh, the system itself overall is quite robust. I take that back. He's an atmospheric physicist on top of being someone who studies a climate. But you heard what he just said. Yes, the climate changes. It changes on its own. There are periods of warming. There are periods of cooling. There have been periods of freezing. The idea that the Congress of the United States can legislate the temperature or that some global body of elite men and women can just regulate us out of our out of our homes and our property and our automobiles is going to do what? I don't know. But hurricanes in the Gulf of Mexico are natural. They are natural. Winding 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right, they are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.